Today's episode of the BS Podcast with Michael Rappaport is brought to you by SeatGeek. That's our presenting sponsor and the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. You knew that already. With just two taps on your phone, you can instantly buy SeatGeek tickets to an event and have them delivered to your phone, and you can enter the event with your phone. Technology, it's amazing. Drop your old ticket app, use one that's built for 2016, download the free SeatGeek app, or go to SeatGeek.com. Com. Today's episode also brought to you by Stamps.com, our old friend. Stop relying on the post office, just buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. Sign up for Stamps.com right now. Use the promo code BS for a four-week trial, plus a $110 bonus offer that includes postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BS, Stamps.com. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com, The Ringer Podcast Network. We're up to eight feeds in my new HBO show, Any Given Wednesday. We're off this week. We're off next week. Coming back on September 7th with a new episode. You can watch the first eight episodes and every bonus clip on HBO Now, HBO Go, and HBO On Demand. We have Michael Rapport coming up, and you know what that means. If you are driving uh, your kids to school or if you're in a car on a family trip, Maybe this isn't the podcast to listen to. He's been known to drop a few F-bombs and, and, and say some inappropriate things. Everyone else, by all means, start listening. Uh, we might have broken the swear record for this one. Check it out right now. Here we go. Yeah. Clear enough for you. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. I don't know what took so long. Uh, Mike Rappaport. Haven't seen you since we tried the flake eight. I won Boston Sports beats New York Sports again. We did it on episode, I think, five of Any Given Wednesday. Monumental. Monumental. Award-winning content. Monumental. We had to edit out your Aaron Hernandez jokes. Just felt like they were inappropriate. I mean, he did murder two people. Right. You got to have compassion. Holding a big, holding a big photo of Aaron Hernandez probably had to come out. But I think for the most part, the edits reflected the debate. I Um, think that was. I, I, I got to be honest. I, I hate myself. Yeah. Okay. I laughed at that skit. I'm I literally glad. laughed at that skit. And I, seven minutes. I, I, I didn't laugh the whole seven minutes. I'm not going to say that. But I, I, I made myself laugh, and, and I can't stand myself. Yeah. So I, I thought it was fantastic. As you can attest, we shot for, I think, you, you, you said it was an hour and a half. I it was think at it, least two hours. It was at least two hours. And Judge Joe Brown was fantastic. Went a little bit off script. There was no script, but but he he, he went a little. He, he might have was, inserted himself into the proceedings in a way that made the edit a little tougher than we expected. Yes, but it was fantastic. He had a high usage rate. High usage Unprepared rate. Prepared for Judge yes. Joe Brown's yes. usage rate. Yes. I just thought he was there to set some picks. That's it. I need you to set a couple of picks. Yeah, Roll grab every a rebound. Now and I'll feed you, but like, just pick and pop. But I'm probably gonna shoot Judge Joe Brown just. But it was Judge Joe Brown was like Dan Waiters. Judge Joe Brown. Yeah. 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 He's like, you guys done with your comedy sketch yet? I, want, I have yeah. some thoughts. You're going on and on and on. But he was great. It was he fantastic. Was it was I love doing it. And like I told you, people have come up to me and talked to me about that, whether they agree with me, disagree with me. The people got such a kick out of that skit. Well, what happened, I'm glad that. We're I'm talking glad. about the show. Okay. Any given Wednesday, for those, I mean, you, we can't assume that just because they're watching The Ringer. It's you know, a, it's they've a great, seen any, any, great assumption. You're right. Right? We can't assume that. But the problem is, I felt like we did content together, but what we didn't do is talk about the summer of the NBA. No. And I looked it up, and you haven't been on my podcast, I don't think, since 
round three or round four of the playoffs. Yes. And there is a lot of meat on the bone. Might as well start with the Knicks. What about us? I, I could tell you what's happening. It's a very different Knicks team since the last time I saw you. Yes, that's and right. The Knicks fans are in two camps. They're either in the, I don't know why we're pretending we're a contender camp. We should have traded Carmelo. We should be building around Porzingis and picks and trying to build for next decade. The other camp is kind of like, well, oh, Derek Rose contract here. Carmelo's in great shape. Joakim Noah changed the scenery. Kusamangas Mubadingas. Yeah, What's that guy. Kusamangas. Willie Hernan Gomez? Hernan Gomez and Kusamangas Singadingas. Kusamangas Singadingas. We call him Cuzzy. Where's he from? Lithuania. Well, is another Latvian gangbanger? No, Latvian wait, no, he's gang- not. He's from, he's, he's from, wait, it's Lativia. L- Lativian is Porzingis. Latvia. Do you, well, you not call even? call it Lativia. <laughs> wait, I get confused. Lativia is Porzingis. Latvia. Lithuanian, we call him the Lithuanian launcher, Kusamangas. He's kicking ass. So you have the Lithuanian launcher and you have the Lativian gangbanger. That's it. That's we, great. And, and Hernan Gomez is the last name I've never heard of. He, he can't just be Gomez. The Hernan Gomez, no disrespect, but it or makes a hyphen. it something. It makes it hard for me to pronounce it. It's Hernan Gomez. What's his first name? Willie. Willie. Just call him Willie. Yeah, he's or like Willie. Nene, just Willie. Because her name. history with Willie. Willie was in Beautiful Girls. Willie was in Beautiful Girls. Willie Randolph. Yeah. Good. Well, there's been some good Willies. Listen, I'm telling you right now. Oh, so you're. In, it sounds like you're in camp too. I am in camp, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm in camp. <laughs> Camp two. Oh, yeah, I'm in the other camp. You're not in the cynical, skeptical, what are we doing? I've done Why that are we too chasing much. a five seed it, it, camp? I, I grew an ulcer doing that. Yeah. I, 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 I've learned to let go and appreciate what the Knicks are. Number one, I love the fact that Derrick Rose is bringing the fight to the press. He yeah. is a quote machine. He really is. We're gonna, first of all, we're, we're one of the super teams. Yeah. Second of all, who we, knew we could we could win all 82 games? <laughs> who knew that was possible? But we haven't had a quote machine like this in years, and I and I think people are misunderstanding. Like he's fucking nuts. He is bringing the fight to the New York press. Yeah. Like we're not going to come for me. I'm going to give this to you and confuse you. He's in Seoul, Korea. That's where he made this latest comment that we could win all 82 Why games. Why is he in Seoul, Korea? He's doing the fucking Derrick Rose World Tour. <laughs> for what? I, I, Who's I, the tour for? I don't know, but he's doing the Derrick Rose World Tour. I don't know if he's hopped up on absinthe or whatever he's doing over there, but I like that he's bringing the fight to the New York press. You can't lay dormant and let them sort of create stories. He's giving them the fucking stories. So that's number one. Number two, Noah will now be the spokesperson for the Knicks, okay? Melo is... is, But wait, Carmelo's the spokesperson for America. Yeah, I got that. So does that that mean he's too big for the Knicks? No. Like he's got to hand off the Knicks spokesman to Joakim? Let me explain this to you. Okay. Carmelo Anthony looks the part, but I think at the end of the day, Carmelo Anthony, my vibe about Carmelo is that he's a shy, laid-back dude. He got, he's a good looking dude. His name's Melo. He's got a cool name and all that stuff. But I don't think he... I don't think he genuinely feels comfortable. He does it. He does it good. He smiles and all that stuff. But I don't think he really goes out of his way to speak to the press. Noah is comfortable with it. He's, he's a New Yorker. He's excited to be there. It's a revitalization. Remember You're how, claiming him as a New Yorker? He's from New York. He's French, but he grew up in New York. I like, thought he, what is he, French? He's French, but he grew up in New York? No, didn't he play? I thought he was just French. No, 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 no. He played, but he, I think he went to high school in New York. He, he, he claims Harlem. Like, a lot of his time, I think it was split. His father, I don't want to jump the gun on Coxman. <laughs> I don't want to jump the gun. Okay. That's an underrated yeah, stick man. Yeah, not underrated. Yo, I think he's properly rated. He he got it in. Yeah. There's some great 
great stickmen. Yeah, we'll do that from later. tennis in the eighties. Garolitis, the wow. late great uh, McEnroe, married, but he got it in. Um, uh, uh, the, the the French guy Roscoe Tanner, known no, he, for a big serve and a big loaf, putting it first down. First of all, Connors married the Playboy Playmate of the Year, Patty McGuire. Coxman. I would say Gerolitis, though, was such an incredible coxman. Stickman? Stickman. Stickman? Stickman. Such an incredible stickman that he actually derailed his career. Absolutely. He was drugs, Studio 54. Right. Ladies. Yup. More drugs. Yup. Fast cars. Yup. And like his friends, like I always thought it would be an interesting documentary. I, that sounds Gerolitis. like a film. That's yeah, like, maybe that's your next documentary. Do it with HBO. Yes. We just came up with an the idea. The Venus Garolitis story. All-time Coxman. All-time. I, I wanted to like at least like get 30 minutes into this before right, we we'll got. Say, I knew we'll it was going to get derailed. We'll shelve it. It's a little appetizer. Because I got a stick man <laughs> It's an surprise. appetizer. It's a little appetizer. Oh, it's a surprise stick man. I, I got a surprise for you. I got a okay. surprise for you. Right, I'm going to show you something you're going to get a kick out of. So anyway. Don't, don't sleep on Joe Keem in this conversation. In terms of what? Coxman? Stick man. Fantastic stick man. Like to the point that th there's a little buzz in the NBA circles. Maybe not a great idea for him to be in New York. No, he got it under control. You sure? Yeah. He, le he learned from one of the best. It's, it's the lineage. He knows how to keep it under control. All right. You don't think things were going out in Chicago? Well, I he lives in the suburbs. I think New York, it's a lot easier. He'll be all right. He's older. He, he, if it had been when he first got drafted, it would have been a problem. He's good. He's ready to go. Put it this way. There's a reason he did not sign with Oklahoma City or Memphis or San Antonio. There's nothing out there for him. He wanted to be him. in a big city. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing out there for yes. him. But I'm not worried about him getting out of control with that. Okay. Um, so I think he'll be, the, he'll be the default spokesperson for the Knicks. Okay. The same way Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. Was the default spokesperson for the Knicks during, the, during his tenure for the 90s. The, the press always used to go to him, not Pat, not Mr. Personality, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, how is he not a coach with his dynamic personality? Have we talked about him not being a coach? How you know fucked up is it that Patrick... You don't think that Patrick Ewing... Check this out. I don't think Patrick Ewing should be a coach. Check this out. Check this out. A head coach. Check this out. Let me break this down to you. The Sacramento Kings... If they brought Patrick Ewing in as a head coach and he taught DeMarcus Cousins at least how to snarl instead of looking like a fucking baby with Kleenex in his socks. Have you ever seen a 280-pound, seven-foot guy look like he's about to cry more than DeMarcus Cousins? It's not, he does have one face that I think, uh, yeah. Just, uh, point, uh, like, yo, you're 280 pounds, you're seven feet. Man the fuck up. If Patrick Ewing just taught him how to snarl and scowl, that would be worth hiring him as a head coach at least for one year. Just for... That sounds like an assistant coach to me. No, no. No, he deserves a coaching job. Michael Jordan is playing a sick joke on Patrick Ewing by stuffing him. Do you think Kareem deserves a coaching job? He did. Now I think he, he's, he's over the hill. I think he has dealing with health problems. I think he did. I know these guys weren't Mr. Personality. I know they were low-key. part of being a coach is you're dealing with the press. You're a babysitter for the guys. Patrick was you better than Kareem. I would say Patrick was a better candidate. Kareem being a head coach is an absurd notion. Yes. but Just but, flat out absurd. I, I agree. But I feel like, okay, Earl Watson has an extension with the Phoenix Suns. Jock Vaughn was a fucking head coach. And you can't give Patrick Ewing. Sacramento, what do you have to lose? How about You're, Scott Skiles just, like, gave up? Right. He just did said, it for years. Like, ah. I'm done. I'm going to go back to Indiana and drink beers. <laughs> Right? That's what he... I, you know, I played... I with played, Larry Bird. Yeah, I'm going to just chill and drink beers. I played ball with Scott Skiles once. Yeah. When I was in high school, 
when he, in the summer league, after he got out of Michigan State, there's that summer league, I think it was the Pro-Am or whatever. I played pickup games with Scott Skiles uh, the year he got drafted. He was ready to fight people. This is before his game. Yeah. Drinking beers in between the game. He's like, he's no joke. But yeah. he said, fuck it. But I feel like as far as Pat Ewing, it would be worth the price of admission. It would be worth his coaching job for one year to teach DeMarcus Cousins to stop being such a fucking big baby. The thing about Can Shaq, you hold this thought? Because I want to do Dream Team in a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. But you're talking about spokesman. Yeah, spokesman. And we're talking about, you said Latrell Sprewell. Yes. Was the spokesman for the Knicks, yes. which is true. Yes. It's amazing that Latrell Sprewell was the spokesman of anything. I know. But he was very good at it. Very good I at agree. It. He was a great interview. He was great thoughtful. Interview. Thoughtful, articulate, um, um, uh, giving to the press. You have to be giving. You know, you can't be reluctant. It can't be like, you know, like a sledgehammer. Like your, your guy, Mr. Reluctance, Bill Belichick. Right. Every fuck. And I'm going to ask I you like this. I like that strategy, though. What? He, he owns it. He doesn't want to say anything. So he's just a dick the whole time. Exactly. At least he is who he is. By the way, Popovich does the exact same thing. Everyone's like, oh, that Pop. Oh, ho, ho. But he's not as bad. I, he's co- just as bad. No, what are you he's not. About? Every he's now and then he breaks. Every now and then he breaks, he breaks character. So does Belichick. When I've never seen him. There's a whole NFL films documentary where he's, they, Belichick lets us behind the curtain and we get to see him do Belichick things. Yeah, but do we see him do Belichick things? Like, the thing about Belichick that I can't stand is, like, is every question that every single reporter always asks, it's always a bad one. Can you please? I agree. I, I think every he's right. Every question? It's yeah, a f- come, they're all terrible. Come on, man. I mean, I think it's so rude and disrespectful. It'd be like this. It'd be like this. Uh-oh. If you have me come on your podcast and you're like, ask me a question. Ask me about beautiful girls. So yeah. say, ask me about anything. Um, are we oh, going to yeah, talk? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we were. Yeah, it's Great okay. set. Yeah. Well, I probably wouldn't have you on my podcast, podcast that Yeah, point. yeah, right. That's what Bill Belichick. It's like, come on, man. These are real professionals here. Every question isn't bad. It's fu- it, I think it's so rude and disrespectful. I get. I mean, he does it when they win or they lose. Give a fucking guy a break. It, I would ask you. I'll fly myself there. If you can give me a press pass, I will go and ask this fucking guy questions. And I'll ask him straight question. And when he mumbles, I'm going to be like, what the fuck, asshole? You, that's a straightforward question. I want a straightforward answer. And then they'll say, you can't say that. And I'm going to be like, raise my, raise my hand again, because that's what I was taught in school, and ask him again. And then I yeah. want to challenge him to answer, answer a question. He'd probably disarm you by complimenting one of your movies. That'd be my guess. I was just watching Copland the and other he night. He charmed me to death, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have that charm in him. Bill. Whatever happened to the. What was your character in Copland? Superboy. Whatever happened to Superboy? What do you think he's doing now? Like, he'd do something that would disarm you and you would be like putty in his hands. You See, this goes to show how fucking. how Boston swayed you are. You just said charm and Bill Belichick in the same I know. sentence. Well, it, he's it, a charming it, man. It, no, Popovich would do that. Popovich would charm. Bill Belichick, he doesn't have it in him. He, he I've never seen him do it. In, on the podium after games, I think it's rude. It's fucking rude. Not every single question is a bad question. I think he, you might be right because, like, the difference between them is when Craig Sager's son did the sideline thing, Popovich was very gracious and awesome and sold it and did the whole thing. I think Belichick would have been an asshole to Craig Sager's son. Yeah, like, he who the give fuck a is shit. this guy? He's not a real reporter. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Your, your dad's your, your dad's not feeling good. I don't so, give you, a shit. so his son gets to do this. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah you got to give this shitty show. answer. Right. Yeah. 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 I. Because you say your son that. had the pony. Yeah. He yeah. would have just been like, "Who's this? Who's you know." Poser. Um, but so anyway, so I'm I'm behind the Knicks. I'm yeah. predicting a fifth seed. Okay. I'm predicting so coach of the year. Who are the four teams ahead of you? Cleveland. Yeah. Boston. Thank you. 
Indiana. 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 Okay. Um, who else is there? I think you can get to a three seed. We, I mean, if all, if all things are, are I think so, you can get to a three seed. I think you can get to a 13 seed. Yeah, well, either way. But, but, but well, who's the other one? It's Cleveland, Indiana, Boston. Uh, there's, uh, I, the people like Detroit. Detroit's, Detroit's good. People, Detroit's getting some momentum. Atlanta's still lingering. They, the Dwight they, Howard thing. They, we should talk about that at yeah. some point. He, he keeps posting fit photographs. He keeps posting video of him shooting every day. Dwight. Wait, rebound and block shots. Yeah. That's why God created you. Yeah, rebound I don't and block you, shots. Nobody you're working wants you on shoot. your elbow jump yeah. shot. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Make if you improve your free throws, that's cool. But why do I need to see that? Like, like did De Niro? Like, did he show you like eating himself, eating donuts? Do your fucking job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just do your fucking job. Right. That's you it. Know? I don't need to see you posting like his friends like screaming in his ear when he's get me. You want somebody? Let me scream in your ear and see if you make some free throws. Why the fuck are you smiling so much? When was the, can you list off? This is what I say to Dwight Howard to make sure he's improved his free throws. Okay, he has the ball. You give him the ball. Okay, name all your children's baby mamas. Go shoot the free throw. That's what you oh, do. Oh, he just say, he says all of them as he shoots. Like yeah, how Carl that, Malone used to whisper something. Exactly, but like that's how. Like, can you name them all? Shoot the free throw. Name all your children's baby mamas. That's funny. I told my daughter when she did, when she takes uh, penalty kicks. Yes. To relax her. Yes. So she's not thinking about them. To say every dog that we've had. So we've had four dogs. So now she does it when she needs to like regroup. That's cool. She says the four. So if Dwight Howard did that, he'd be he'd have. We've only had four dogs. I mean, I don't know how many kids he's up to. It's a, it's like seven or eight. Might be more. Is it eleven? I don't. Know. However many. But if he's rattling that off, by the time he gets to the seventh or the eighth, like he's very peaceful at that point. He's peaceful. He's angry. Because he's trying to remember. He's like, is it Tanisha Omar or I don't know? And then it's like, oh, then, there's a Bob. I yeah, think and I then on the set, if he makes the first one, then name all your kids. I fuck with Dwight. I love Dwight. I want to see him do good. Atlanta. I'm with you. I, I, you know, I was thinking about Dwight. He's, he's. At no point in his career has he ever played with a decent point guard. What about uh, Jameer Nelson's the best? Right in Orlando, right? Right. I think yeah. so. And the that was when Jameer was good. And Jameer was like not good, quite not an all star, but you could compete with him. You, right. But I, I don't think he was Chris Paul. No. You know, obviously he's not. He's not even like next level. He was like two levels between him and the Chris Paul, Darren Williams types at right. the time. Right. Right. Then he goes to. The Lakers. Steve that was Nash a mess. breaks down in five minutes. That was a mess. Then he goes to Houston. That was a fucking mess. And he's with James Harden, who's just one on five, and that was a bad situation too. So, with him and Schroeder, Schroeder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe get some fast break points they didn't normally get. That's true. I just think like, and, and this goes back. I want to talk to you about the dream team too. I don't, I don't want to lose track of the, the dream Knicks. team. This was a dream team. Yeah, yeah. They're I, I, still I call the Olympics the dream team. Fucking dream this team. This is the nap team. Yeah, but. I, I think there's real value in just having a quarterback. I agree. And I don't think Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder, I don't, I don't think he's an official, like, full-fledged quarterback, but he's at least better than playing with Patrick Beverly and James Harden. Anything is play, better than playing with James Harden. Any fucking yeah, how thing. How many years did you play hoops? Like 30? Me? Yeah. Like 30. 20, 28. Rule of the big guy. Take care of the big guy. Gotta feed the you gotta big feed guy's the beast. Gotta run. Gotta if, feed if we the want beast. the big guy to run, he's he's gotta get the ball. If he if the big guy gets a rebound, he takes off down court, he doesn't get the ball, stops running. Big guy stops running. That's what happened to Dwight Howard in Houston. Now, physically, is he breaking down? I don't know. He's slowing down, but I mean he still looks I mean he could still run, he could still jump. 
I mean, he, you know, his offensive skills are ne they've never they've never gotten that Doesn't good. Doesn't have them. But like I with know. the Clippers, they, the Clippers with DeAndre Jordan, Doc Rivers, the smartest thing he did with the job, did a lot of dumb things. This was smart. Goes to DeAndre Jordan, he's like, we're not running plays for you. Right. You're not an offensive player. Right. I want you to rebound, I want you to block shots, and you're going to make all NBA. Right. If you do those two things, stay out of the way, roll to the basket every once in a while, that's it. Nobody's ever had that conversation with Dwight. They just cut him out of the offense, and then he gets bitter about right. it. Right. No, I, I hear you. I, I agree. I agree. I think he's still physically gifted. I think he's, you know, he's, he's more than most. Yeah. And I would like to see him do well. I, I, I like Dwight Howard, and, and I, I feel like, you know, you his, like Dwight Howard. I do like Dwight Howard. I feel like his personality. I, the one thing about Dwight Howard that's always bothered me is that he's not mean. You gotta fucking be mean if you're a big man. Be nasty. You have to have that in you. You could bullshit around and put your capes on and be friendly, like Shaq was that. But on the court, he was a fucking. There was he was so mean. Like no one fucked with Shaq. And also, like the thing about Demarcus Cousins, like you don't have to try to be a bully. You could be mean. Like Shaq, the thing about Shaq to, to me that the modern day big man he epitomized it so much is that he wasn't even a bully. Like he'd bully ball you, but you yeah. never see him getting in people's faces because it was just like this is this is what. It's total domination. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If Shaq was more of a bully, the league would have been in trouble. Right. If he was if he was a meaner he person. He laid back. He only got mad a couple times yeah. during the five, during the 15, 16 years he played. I, I agree. And 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 I think like when you're truly dominant, when you're truly a bad motherfucker, you, you're not DeMarcus Cousin whining and crying and, and you know, scowling behind. Like, I remember there was a clip of him where he went behind um, Stephen Adams' head like he was going to hit Stephen Adams when Stephen Adams... Like, Stephen Adams would fuck you up, DeMarcus Can Cousins. Can I defend DeMarcus for a second because he's my dude? I fuck with DeMarcus. I met All him. Right. He's cool. What I like about DeMarcus. Him? I like him too, but I don't like 300-pound fucking babies. Why do you want to defend him? Man, I, be, a, be a fucking man now. You're not, you're not 20 anymore. You're unfulfilled talent at this point. I would compare him, oh, he's almost like a rescue dog. <laughs> like when a rescue dog that's been passed around different houses. He's been in one house. And has never, no he hasn't though, Sacramento. that's the thing. He went from Kentucky, he goes to Sacramento, three different owners, Yes. like six different coaches. I got that. Nine different point guards. I got that. It's like he's just being passed around in the different systems and philosophies and whatever. Like nobody's ever said to him like, you're my dude. I have your back. This is your home now. I got that. I respect that. You're going to stay here. We're not trading you. This is Dave Yeager. This is our new coach. Right. This is Dave Yeager. He introduced himself to this him. This is Dave. Dave's got your back. Right. And we're going to get you a point guard. It's going to be great here. I got that, you. That's never happened to him. And he's like, he's 27 now. I, I respect that and I get that. But it, 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 like even just the most recent thing is during the Olympics. You're, you're whining and complaining too much. Be a bad motherfucker. I think that's just who he is. But I'm saying, but that's not going to get it. But in the gold medal game, he did kind of kick some ass. He kicks ass, but then he's like... Granted, it was like... It was, who did he kick at? The fucking yeah. Serbia? Like when they, <laughs> they, I mean, come on, man. It, it wasn't Jokic. It was the other guy. Yeah. It was whoever the other guy was with the beard who looked like... Uh, the Superman 2 villain a little bit. Yes. Yeah, that But guy. I, I just think his disposition, it's like no one wants to see a 7-foot, 300-pound baby. You, no one's going to feel bad for you. Like, you're whining and all this shit. You, the that, bigger issue to me is defensively he's just not good enough. And I really wonder if – and this I've, I've been thinking about him a lot because I can't decide if I want the Celtics to trade for him or not. Because I think at some point he might be out there. If the Kings suck again, he says a couple more things, the Kings might have to trade him. And I just can't figure out – 
if he's my most expensive player, my best player, and the heart of my team. He's not the heart. And I have a center who fundamentally Whining. just isn't a good defensive player, and you can get, take him out of the game. He'll get in foul trouble. You where don't want I, that. Where am I going? That's not Celtic pride. No, where am I going with that? That's what I'm saying. He, he's a, I, but I do think, on the other hand, if you put him, like, like if his stock fell and it became like a Rashid Wallace situation, and you put him on a team with a bunch of different pieces around him, like let's say he just ended up on Cleveland. Right. Let's just say they flipped Kevin Love into, into Boogie, and now he's with LeBron and Kyrie, and That'll he's help. part of something. If he's your third best guy, that'll help. That's he's a monster, and and he and, and you don't have to. He's not the guy, the focal point. Yeah, he's a, he's a talent. I, I, his talent is immense. It's just at a certain point you have to decide what do you want to do. Define what your career is going to be. Def, like you know, he could do all the shit. He could shoot. He could go. You see flashes of it. It's just the disposition. It's funny that people, even now, now that we have all these stats <laughs> and stuff, and a much better understanding of basketball, people still judge guys by points, rebounds, and assists. Right. And block shots. As opposed to what? How can they better well, judge them? DeMarcus is a below-average defensive player, which right. last time I checked was half of basketball. Right. And if he's your center, you're going to give up a lot of points. Right. It's going to be a layup line. You're going right. to have trouble switching him. There's all these things that he's not great at. The same thing with Kevin Love. Same thing with Kyrie. Right. I think Kyrie hit the lottery. Like, you saw, he's got some limitations yes. when he was asked to be the quote-unquote quarterback of the Olympic team yes couldn't do it everybody's just standing there watching him right not a great defensive player but if you put him with LeBron and they're doing the dueling ball stopper thing and it's like pick your poison one yeah. of these guys gonna all of a sudden he's super dangerous he, I, I, I agree and, and the, but the Olympic team why was that so complicated? I don't know. And why is there 19 coaches coaching the Olympic team? Yeah. Why, why don't they send fucking uh, Beheim and Coach K and, and who else did they have? Thibodeau was there. Send Thibs to, to like Serbia. Like, let them coach it. Make it competitive. Like, why? And I remember, like, I think it was during the, the, the gold medal game, I was going to say the finals, Marv Albert said, the, the, he commented on the ball movement. He said, that's the first time I've seen oh, that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The, see, this is all to me mentality. Yeah. Ball movement is a mentality. You should not have to teach professional basketball players to move the ball. Well, you know what happened? They made Durant the point forward. And what, does he hold the ball? No, once he did that, the ball started moving. Right. Because the whole time he should have been the point forward, but they had to go through the charade of Kyrie Irving and – Kyle Lowry is like being the old school traditional Chris Paul guys, and they're not. Right. And then, from what I read, Coach K kind of had a hard to heart with Durant. And said, so what? I think Durant was broken from yeah, the summer. Yeah, he was fucking broken. He looked sad and he like was he all was out of up. it. And supposedly, Coach K showed him a video of the 2010 Turkey game when Durant was awesome in the World Championships and was like, Can I have this guy? Uh huh. Can I have the guy who takes like 30 footers uh -huh. and just has a lot of swagger? Uh -huh. And then Durant became that guy. And I think Durant climbed out of the wormhole. He's where do you a, think? We never talked about that. Where do you think he should go? Or where do you think he should have gone? I, I think he should just re-upped 150% with Oklahoma. I think. <laughs> really? Oh, 150%. It, 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 if you can have back, if you can have back your worst show, your worst interview, your worst take, your worst movie, and say, you know, we're going we're gonna to go at it again. I go, fuck yeah. So let's, that was the worst nightmare. You're up 3-1, right? We know the script. So you go, we're going to do this one more time. We're bringing in Ola Dippo, right? We're, we're, we're going we're to we're have this. We're going to re-up for this one more time. We're going to give you, what, $25 million? 
What do you have to lose? You're 27. Why are you going to be the third and the third option, sometimes the fourth option? It's going to vary. It's going to change on a team that they crack that ass open, real yeah. proper. Why? Why do you want to do that? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. We're saying, let's do it one, one more shot. We're going to go one more time. The, whole, the gang's all here, and we have all the depot. When I had Bosch on my HBO show, I thought he had a really cool point about this. What did he say again? basically said sometimes when you're that close that's when it hurts the most you want to get away from it yeah but that's when the heart that's what i'm talking about that's when that's what like it's like what, how do you think uh rocky felt uh, uh after after losing you know apollo watching apollo get killed by clubber lane i i, I got to say i kind of felt that way not to get too deep but one of the reasons i wanted to leave boston is i had had so many disappointments in boston professionally that I just felt like I had skeletons there and I had to just get away and just start somewhere new. But where you I didn't, didn't come to New bag. York. You came to no. fucking L.A. I'm just saying, like, if you, I get if he, if he wanted to leave. I respect that. But I think he just had, I think he felt like he had too much baggage. And I honestly think he was just done with playing with Westbrook. That I could get. I think he just had it. I, I think it had been eight years. Imagine, I mean, both of us played for a long time. You, you're in those games where it's like, I, have my I best love that we, co we compare our basketball careers to professionals. I love nothing more than to compare my shitty yeah. basketball career to Kevin Durant. Yeah, go ahead, but break um, it down. We, we played for a long time. Go ahead. We played, we're both veterans. Mm -hmm. We're both veterans. Cagey of the veterans. Of, uh, of the cage circle. Yeah. Um, but when you're on that pickup team, yeah. and it's like, I fucking hate playing with this guy, but... I might be able to stay in the court for two hours right. if I'm with this guy. And you have this internal battle of, is it going to be worth it? I'm going to be standing around a lot. Right. But this guy's going to play super hard. And if we're down 10 to 8, he'll score the last three and we'll win. And we right. can stay in the court and right. not have to sit out for an hour. Right. Get stiff. My right. knees hurt. I got to stretch again. Chit-chat with people on the sidelines. And you make a deal with the devil and you, and you stay with the guy. And I think after eight years, Durant was just like, I'm good. I, I, He's like a blackjack dealer. It's like, guys, I'll be back in 20 minutes. And I, he got out. I, I, I understand. I don't agree with it. And I think, you know. But I you, think, didn't, you didn't have to play with Westbrook for eight years. I understand. Think how long eight years is. It was the entire Obama presidency. Yo, what, but Russell Westbrook didn't lose you the last three fucking games. No, he didn't. I just think it was a style of play thing. I, I think Durant is actually. But now what's he going to do? He's going to average, what, 15, 17 points a game? And the thing about it also is, like, you know how the star players always, you know, they'll go, this one, that one, and Kevin Durant. Who's, when, he, when does Kevin Durant get announced in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the thing in the beginning? Third? That's why he should have gone to Boston. I agree. Boston was the move. I agree. And it was the most defensible move, too. I agree. Eastern I Conference, new city, own team, great fresh coach. start, great coach, ton I agree. of assets. I think this is going to – I think that the, the backlash from this and the pressure from this and, and everything that's already come, and we haven't even – we're not even in training camp. All of it that's, 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 that's happened from this, I think it's going to be bad. I think it's well, you know what else is going to be bad? There's some Draymond sliding down the hill going the wrong way oh, momentum now. What the fuck is wrong with him? He's out of his fucking tree. He was, he was just awful in the Olympics. Now, oh, Yeah, awful in the Olympics. You could make a case it was the bad situation for him. I agree. It was the wrong situation. It's going to happen to some guys on, the, on, the, on that team. Yeah. Some it guys aren't going to play. Snapchat thing happens. He cost his team the title by getting suspended, basically. Fucking guy. Now Durant's going to come in as the point forward. Draymond gets shoved to the side. Bad idea. 
And, 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 you know, I think obviously Kevin Durant's a better basketball player, but Draymond has that heart. He has that, that energy. He has that, that meanness. He has that I'm going to fucking, you know, live and die. He, obviously, the dick kicking, that's an issue. The dick picking, also an issue. He just dicks. All of Him it. and dicks might have to scale it back in the uh, dick department. But I, I don't, All things dick. The thing that I don't get is why would Golden State want to go after him? You guys, again, you fucked that up also. You fucked it up to Cleveland. You had it. Why do you need to bring in it's, – it's not like they're bringing in some six-man off the bench. You're bringing in a major league dude who wants to shoot the ball. Draymond is your guy. What the fuck's going to happen to Draymond? Well, they, but they – I mean, if you think about it just this way, they traded Harrison Barnes and Andrew Bogut for Kevin Durant. I got it. I understand all you that. You have to do that. I get it. They I, didn't even have to give up a first-round pick. Like it's an amazing trade. I, I understand. I just I, I I think that they're gonna they put themselves in from being like the glory boys and the underdog to like now they have an X on their back and they didn't even win the fucking championship. They're the ones with the X on their back and they're they didn't win. As opposed to Cleveland, who sort of you know skirted away. Although LeBron, you know he 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 couldn't take the fact that Golden State was getting all the attention and Durant was getting all the attention. During the middle of the Olympics, he calls up Sports Illustrated. He goes, I need to be on the cover, and I'm going to make stupid quotes about chasing ghosts and chasing Michael Jordan and the ghosts of this one. And then I'm going to do the, the Olympic Sunday when the Olympics end. I'm going to do the sit-down Sunday conversation. What the fuck is the Sunday conversation? Why are we talking to you? You won the championship six weeks ago. Go away. Go back on your Snapchat. Work out with your shirt off. And why is your shirt off, LeBron? <laughs> That's why you're never going to be Michael Jordan. Why the fuck do you – we know you're in shape. You're LeBron. You're LeBron. What the fuck do you have your shirt off for every day? We know you're working out. Strive for greatness, the land, blah, 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 blah. But go away. You won the championship. I'm still waiting for him to have an interesting interview. Never. It's never going to happen. I feel like uh, after he won in 2013 when it was me, Magic, and Jalen – we actually got a really interesting eight minutes out of him, but uh -huh. I think part of it was because he had just had a bunch of champagne. Right. So and he was kind of loosened up. And I he think wasn't on. He's so media trained. It's so media trained. It's so contrived. What it's about when he's like, uh, Sports Illustrated put that whole piece about he's chasing Jordan's ghost. Right. It's like, guess he what? Didn't, he said, I'm chasing Jordan's ghost. Guess what? I would fucking hope so. I would hope you're chasing Jordan's ghost. You're never going to Because be you've won three titles and you have four MVPs. Like, I, I hope you're thinking about that as you head into season 14. I would hope Jordan's on your mind. Right. If he didn't say that, I, that would be news. But why are you doing this interview anyway? It's not he's, even basketball he's season. He's trying to get attention. I know. Because, like, it's Olympic. Let, let, let uh, Simone Biles be on the cover. Who got bumped? Somebody got bumped from that cover. It was like a cheap photo. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a stylized photo. So I want to find out who got bumped from the Sports Illustrated cover that week. It might have been your, your, your girl, Caitlyn Jenner, because, you know, they, they had her on the Where <laughs> Are They Now. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. I like the Where Are They Now issue. I love that issue. They, That's they, a great one. It's, a, it's, one of, it's, it's when the I think they should put pop culture in there, too, but, like, throw, just throw in Potsy from Happy Days and a couple <laughs> Right. Couple, <laughs> Because he can only do so many things on William so Refrigerator Perry because yeah. he's always in there. And, and Birdman, what is it, Fidget? What was the Yeah, there's, there's only so many. There's here. only so many. Wait, I had a question for you. If, let's say we're making a bet and you have to bet. Yeah. You have to bet $100,000 on oh, this. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm not saying you have to, but yeah, I'm but saying I got hypothetically. It. The theoretically. Hypothetically. Give it to me. What is it? If I said... Kevin Durant is only going to be—is he going to be one and done in Golden State? Mm. 
He's going to be one and done. No, I wouldn't. I'd bet, I'd, bet, I'd bet no on that. i bet that he's going to stay more. And I gave you 20 to 1 odds. What does that mean? That means you could bet. Let's, I let's bet 100 and I could you win. Bet 100, you bet 100, you win $20,000 and 20 to 1 odds. Would you do it? Fuck. He, he's not going to be there one season. So you wouldn't bet 20 to 1? No. I would. You would? You I think... would do anything up to like 8 to 1. Yo, you think, I think it's in play. Out of all this bullshit that he's went through, then what do you do? I think it's in play. He say he has a one year out. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just I I think I think there's a very small chance that this is a really unhappy season. I, I th- we've seen it's this. Not small the history chance. of this is it's a big chance. The Nash, Dwight Howard, Kobe Lakers, the Malone, all those guys. The 04, that Lakers team was super unhappy. Fucking Carl, Carl, first year Gary in Miami, Bosh, LeBron. Right. It's really hard to just throw superstars together. I agree. Now, this team is situated the best to do it. I agree. But let's say they have let's say they're unhappy. Let's say Curry gets hurt. Let's say Durant can't fit in. Let's say he just looks at the landscape and says, I don't really like it here. I like the ball. Who knows? I like to shoot. Yeah. I, I, I made the wrong move. I got talked into this. Rock Nation and somebody else talked to me. It would just be it would be a fun wrinkle if they were like fifteen and eleven. And the buzz started like, ooh, could Durant be one and done? Because he o- could. If they're 0-1, the buzz is going to be dead. <laughs> if they lose their first game, the, the whole thing's going downhill. Basketball's turned into a 12 month sport. Yeah. We're talking about the Warriors in like late August. I know. It's crazy because there's nothing else to talk about. I mean, God bless yeah. Michael Phelps and that dumb fuck Lion Ryan Lochte. <laughs> right. I mean, that's all fantastic. And Hussein Bolt. Talk about, let, can a stick man stick? Can a coxman cock? Like, yo. There, like, they, there was pictures of him on Snapchat, Who? W- w- Hussein Bolt, the day after he won his, what, his 12th fucking gold medal? And, yeah. and, and Let this stick man stick it in. He's in Brazil. And they're like, they're like reports are that his girlfriend, the girlfriend knows what he's doing. He's a world traveling. Talk about a coxman. He just, he just did 100 meters. Did he do the relay, too, for uh, um, Jamaica? Which relay? The, 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 the race relay the, or the, the, four, no, the 400, sex relay? The 400-meter relay. The sex relay. I think he did that, too. Yo, can a coxman, can a coxman cock? Can a stick man stick? Let Hussein Bolt. Of course he's fucking after he just won the 200-meter gold medal. <laughs> they, they're like, his girlfriend might be upset. You, you don't think she, she should be watching and she should be applauding him <laughs> while he's down in Brazil doing his thing. Let him do his thing. I don't know how we got on that. But but yeah, I, I'm glad you brought it up though because I do think that was part of the reason the Olympic the hoops team didn't do well right away. Oh, they were freaking off down there. Brazil, I, my I think God. the combination of Brazil, but also all of these incredible female athletes who are Whew. hot from all these different countries. Oh my goodness! Like you're telling me these guys aren't in somebody's room watching like the Brazil versus <laughs> Mexico volleyball game, being like, "Who's number 17? Look her up. Go Yo. on their website." Let's DM her. I'm going to follow her on Twitter. I'll see if she follows me back. There's no, no way that wasn't happening. Draymond Reed is launching his fucking dick off the thing. It's, it's, like, it's like a bell. He didn't give a fuck. Let me tell you something. I'm not a big porn guy, straight up. Okay. But, I, but when I do dip into porn, and I don't really do it now. But when you I, make a cameo. Yo, Brazilian girls, mm. you, they, yo. Okay. So you think the, 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 dream, the dream Team 5 might have had some trouble. <sighs> At least a couple of them probably got. Are you are you kidding me? Did you think this team liked each other? They seem like they love each other. That's another thing. It seemed I don't like, like DeAndre and uh, De- DeAndre. Did you notice how? Three he, when he's like, they make a shot. He's like Bruce Lee every time. He's like, that's what he does. He's like, 
They, his first year at the Clippers, he was an unbelievable 12th man when he wasn't playing. Right. I was going to those games. I was like, oh, I like this oh, guy. Oh, great, great bench guy? Oh, he was awesome. Oh, that's He was cool. so good. It was like they lost him as a bench guy when he started playing. It was, it was actually funny. hurt the team. But, but three years ago, he went to Greece with Blake Griffin. And then this week, photo surfaced. He was in Greece with Kevin Durant. It's like he did this with Blake Griffin. Well, I think everybody's kind of done this with Blake Griffin, right? I'm buying Blake Griffin stock. I'm buying your Blake Griffin stock. I'm buying his. I'm buying everyone. To do what? You think this year is going to be the I mean, year? I have a big comeback year. I hope so. I like Blake Griffin. I, I like, like him, him too. But the, your Clippers, your Clippers, My are, Clippers, they're fucked. Why? They're not doing shit. Why? They're just not a threat. They just don't have it. They just. I would argue they had the year from hell last year, and that they have one more good well, run well, of them. Well, I, 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 I love Doc. I love Chris Paul. I, I love the organization. Well, I, I, I just, they're just not doing it. It's just not happening. They're not winning a championship, and that's what that team was put together for, and, and the, 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 the whole thing with the racial. What was the, coach, uh, the, the owner's name? That whole thing and the protest. What kind of protest was that anyway? We're going to take off my shirt and I'm gonna slam my shirt down. That's when things, like, be fucking, do something. Like, we're going to put our fucking warm-up jerseys down? Like, come on, man. Do some shit, man. You know what I'm saying? If they hadn't played that game... I'm not saying don't play the game, but, you know, get out there and be like, fuck you. You need to get the fuck out. Do so. We're going to put our jerseys down. That's our protest. If they hadn't played the game, that's one of the great sports moments of the, of the decade. If they, if they said, if they really, that would have yeah, been. Yeah, they're like, fuck this guy. we got to raise this owner. We're not playing. Right. And ABC's like, <laughs> I was doing the studio show that day. Right. We had a game. It was the 3.30 East Coast game. Did you think, like, was there word that they might not play? No, not only was there not word, there initially it was that Jalen got involved actually. I, I will say I was behind the scenes for that. And we talked about it and I could see Jalen getting more and more fired up. And he started texting some of the players, like, you guys really aren't gonna do anything? And it led to kind of that impromptu warm up well, thing. But Jalen Jalen definitely peer pressured them. Why are I you, was there for that. Why are you thinking Blake Griffin's stock is going up? What's gonna change about his game? Well, one of the things that makes me laugh, Oklahoma City which they're just masters of the, the benevolent smear campaign on the guys out of town, leaking stuff to reporters, leaking information, mm. making, like, Durant left and they made it seem like he was like Forrest Gump. Right. When he left, it's like, oh, well, you know, Kevin, he's just so impressionable. Right. He just, he, he'll do anything anyone tells him. Right. So he's, he's going to make $200 million. You make it seem like he's like got he made... some sort of social disability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very impressionable. Right. Or, um, I think he is impressionable. Well, I think he's. I think there's a difference in being impressionable, but still having an awareness of the right decision versus like just being a freaking moron who gets dragged into meetings and then is like, "Where should I go?" Yeah, I know. I know. I agree. I, I think he's actually he, he's similar to like one of those like one of those guys. Like I think. When he first came in the league, he was smiley. He was doing all these commercials, and then sort of the real him came out. Which he's he's sort of a tough guy. He's sort of. I a, think he I think he reads the internet too much. I, I think I he do reads too. everything. It fucks him up. And I think I think it made him angry. And I think it, I think he takes stuff personally. I agree. But I I, I think there's interesting being impressionable, and be, and having people in your life, who genuinely it's in their interests for you to do something. So in his situation, he had Nike. Great for Nike if, if he goes to Golden State because that's an Under Armour team. Mm -hmm. And now that becomes a Nike slash Under mm -hmm. Armour team. So it's great for them. But no one's buying the KDs. No, but it's just good for them. Right. It's good for them to Actually, make. Actually, his KDs are good. 
Well, speakers Katie's are good. Katie's, yeah. They're way better than the fucking Steph Curry twos and the, the, that totally. trash. I mean, did you see James Harden sneakers? Ooh. What the fuck? They're like, I don't know what the, I can't even describe them. They're Indescribable. Terrible. They're as bad as his fucking beard and his fashion sense. They go right along with everything of and his and James Harden character assassination. Oh my god, I can't stand James Harden. Wait, one game. more thing on KD. So then you have Rock Nation. Yes. Shout out lot to of, the Rock. Lot of, man. Lot of business investment possibility mm-hmm. opportunities. Silicon Valley, the Bay Area. Yep. All basically all of our wealth is concentrated in this one area. Yep. Like eighty yep. percent of America's wealth. Is it better for them to have Kevin Durant in the Bay Area or Oklahoma City? So you have two two people, two groups of people in his life who it's in their interest. But I still think he's smart enough to know what the best situation is. He'll figure it out. They were reinforcing stuff that he already was feeling. Yeah. But anyway, with the Oklahoma City stuff, there's a reason we got on this. Blake, you see oh, yeah, Blake's Blake. stock is going up. No, so that, so all of a sudden stuff comes out about and and Blake in Oklahoma City is going to line up to get Blake and the possibility of Blake coming back to Oklahoma City. Why the fuck would Blake go back to Oklahoma City? Was Blake didn't go back? Was he on Oklahoma City? Yeah, he was City? from Oklahoma. Oh, what oh, that yeah. Mean? So he's gonna go back and play there? No one wants to. Even that's why he wanted <laughs> he to get like, the fuck. He knows better than anyone. He lives in the beach. He wants to get hangs out with comedians. Right. He was just in Montreal at the stand-up festival. Right. He's gonna be like, all right, guys, I'm done with this yeah. A-list celebrity life. Right. I'm going back to Oklahoma. I'm going home. I found I found a mansion right near the Purina yeah. facility. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. He's not going to Oakland. He knows he knows better not to go home. But the team's leaking that stuff. I was like, well, you never know with Blake, which ironically is the same stuff that they got mad at Golden State for doing, that Golden State was leaking stuff about Durant and texting Durant during the season. You. Oklahoma City's like, oh, right. they, were, they cheated. They're confused. Now they're doing the same thing with Blake. He, they're, 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 uh, I Oklahoma bad. City's the same thing that traded Jeff Green to the Celtics when he needed open-heart surgery eventually. Second-round pick was the violation. Shit. Yeah. Celtics couldn't even get a first-round pick for that. They traded for a guy who needed open-heart surgery. That's fucked up. And the league was like, eh, second-round pick. Well, we'll let that go. Yeah. I think Oklahoma's going to be good. I think they're going to they're gonna be competitive. I think they're going to be just as competitive as your Clippers. Well, you know, Westbrook You still has, got those season tickets? I do. Can I split I get them fu- with my tone. Yeah, can, can, right. My, I'll take you. Can I go to a fucking game? I'll take you. We probably, we, the people in our section will probably complain. About what? As the conversations we're having in the ah, seats. Ah, nah, they'll be all right. Were they rich? Are they like, huh? are they like big time? It's little... actually, it's a great section. It's the old school Clippers section from like the 19, they call them the 1984s. I want to go to a game. All right, I'll take you. I want to go to a game. Um, on Oklahoma City, Westbrook has the best MVP odds. I, uh, absolutely. He's coming out. He's going to be fucking hard body karate, wild for the night. I want to take these motherfuckers down from beginning to end. So we had a guy in the ringer, this new guy we had, Kevin O'Connor, who I think's good. Okay. He wrote this piece that I agreed with about how Westbrook being in that crazy, going for triple doubles every night mode does not necessarily translate to success. I agree. When Durant was out and he went into that mode two years ago when Durant had to redo his foot because he needed three surgeries. Right. For his he foot. needed a new foot, a bionic but, foot. But meanwhile, it's like, oh, why would he leave Oklahoma City? Like, maybe he wants to have a franchise that spends $120 million on players. And if Kevin Durant has a broken foot, they'll go get the best fucking doctor mm-hmm. in the entire world to look at his foot mm-hmm. versus whatever, you know, happened mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. Anyway, um, 
Wait, there's a reason I was You said, because Oklahoma City, when he, when you were saying, when I love that I have to bring the conversation. I know. I, I love I, that I'm the. I, the got, dude, I, got, I got upset. I'm the fact checker. I got no, upset. No, it was, it was because Westbrook did, didn't do oh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So Westbrook the team was, didn't do well. Right. So Westbrook was 15. They were 15 and 12 during that crazy stretch when he was taking like 25 shots a game. Right. So, and if you compare him to 06, <laughs> if, you, if you compare him to 06 Kobe. <laughs> this is why I love you. I, I, I can't well, even... same situation, right? Like, he's going to... But 06 Kobe was just a better offensive player. Yes. I mean, he could he could shoot the mid-range jumper. He could post up a little bit at yes. that point. He could get to the basket. He could bounce off people. Yes. Westbrook's just balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. I think that's pretty easy to stop if you don't have Duran and Ibaka out there. We're going to see. We're going to see. No one's been able to stop it yet. It's just... It's, too, it's like a tsunami. He's just yeah. a fucking... The energy is just... It's to me, that is truly an artistic expression. It's beyond basketball. That that energy, that tenacity. It's just, it's just you can't you, force of nature stuff. For real. Yeah. It's it's Picasso. It's like, what is this shit? It you has know, nothing to do with skill. It's it's all will. Derrick Rose used to play like that. Well, yeah, yeah. In the, in the last bowl, the last two bowl seasons. When you go see him in person, it was very similar to Westbrook, where it's just like Jesus Christ. But that, this that, guy is a maniac. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we could get 65 games out of him in New Here's York. Here's the case for him: it could have happened last year, and I think he, he broke, did well last year. He broke an orbital bone. I think it screwed up the first couple months. In his face. Yeah, your point guard last year was Jose Calderon. Right. And who was the other one? Prigioni, the pizza maker, or did we trade him? <laughs> Well, did we did we get rid of him in the beginning of the season? It was it was Calderon, it was Langston uh, Galloway. Langston Galloway. Uh, this is the case for Derrick Rose. He's even in an impaired. B Jennings, not, we not have not nearly as good. And then B Jennings. B Jennings. I think B Jennings fan favorite potential. Absolutely, no B. question. One of the best NBA Twitter accounts ever. Old school New York point guard. Yep. Lefty. Lefty. He got passed up. Who who they pick? Pick Jordan Hill. They picked Jordan Hill instead of Bree Jennings in the draft. Yeah, that was a tough pick because Curry was right before. Achilles, Achilles are make me nervous, but I've always liked Brandon Jennings. I agree with you on the Achilles. That worries me a little. Wesley Matthews was not the same last year. That seems like a two-year recovery. Yeah. For that Courtney in Lee. injury. Courtney Lee would be nice. Let's take a quick break to talk about our friends at Sonos. They're the smart speaker system that streams all your favorite music to any room or every room in your house, apartment, dorm room, wherever you live. Control your music with one simple app. Fill your home with pure, immersive sound. Find the Sonos app that brings your music together and it lets you control everything from songs to which rooms the songs are playing in to the volume of those songs in those rooms. Oh yeah, it does everything. You can play them in one room, you can play them in every room all at once, doesn't matter. Play a different song in the bedroom, the bathroom, the living room, the outside, I don't care. Sonos, it's amazing. It is your friend. Add it to your existing music services or discover something new. Sonos, check it out, sonos.com. And since we're here, let's talk about our friends at Simply Safe. There's still a couple weeks left in the summer, and as we've discussed many times, burglaries skyrocket over the summer. Protecting your home and your family, it really cannot wait. That's why we worked with Simply Safe to put together a massive security arsenal for you. A special package that has entry sensors, motion sensors, glass break, everything you need to stop criminals from ever touching your home every day. 24-7, all year round, you are protected. 
if a burglar so much tries to break in, an ear-shattering siren will let him know, or let her know, that the police are already on your way. You can get $100 off our hand-picked security package. Go to simplysafebuild.com. It is quite possibly the best home security deal you'll ever see. Go to simplysafebill.com. And now, back to Michael Rappaport. How do you remember these things in your head, 13 from 14, from 12, and 06 Kobe, from 08 Kobe? I don't know. Yeah, like, cause that shit to me is so like. And I can't remember like what happened on my daughter's fifth birthday. Like, right. believe me, I would much rather have the relevant information. Right, the things that my are important. My brain just sponges basketball. I can't explain it. Football too? Fantasy football? Yeah, I don't. Oh, fantasy the thing football. with football though is we always look forward in football. You don't in go- basketball, you're always like trying to piece together the history and compare it to now. And right. It's just the history There's is so important. There's interchangeable things. The injuries are so prominent in football, though. Like so many things football are. It's just like what's happening this year. I don't care what happened last year. Last year's over. I agree. 40% of the team's different every year. And baseball used to be another one where, where the history was so important. And then the steroids just screwed up the history. Right. Now, I, I don't like. Ortiz had 30 homers and 100 RBI. He had 30th homer, he got his 100. So they put this graphic up of like oldest people to get 100 RBI in a season. Uh huh. And like it was like him, Ted Williams, and then Barry Bonds. Right. And I'm like, well, what but do I make of that? Like, right. what, I, am I supposed to? Like, Ortiz, too, though. Stop didn't he almost it. go blind no, with those fucking steroids? No. Didn't he fucking lose an eye no. fucking with the steroids? No. I, you know, I'm not a baseball lose guy. Lose an eye? But didn't he have a glass about? eye but from the steroids? <laughs> no. What did he do with the steroids? I don't yeah. know. You know, I'm not a baseball guy. Not a glass eye. I love Big Poppy. I love him, and I love that he fucking cursed after the fucking the. the this the, is our fucking city. I love that. It was the best. I love you. Greatest you gotta moment. love Big Poppy. That best was moment fucking. Three. That, that's real. Like he, it was like it was emotional. It was genuine. I love Big Poppy, but he didn't no. lose an eye from the no. steroids. All right, I just I, I'm so not the say, same body for 20 years. Okay, okay, just ask it. Fantasy football. Are you, you into fantasy? F- you want you want to talk about fantasy? I've I've been I was doing fantasy football when nobody knew what the fuck it was. So you're into it. I wrote the first fantasy football column on ESPN.com. I, I wrote didn't know two this. in 2001. And my editors were like, are we running this? Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, let me, let me ask you a question. Because you're a numbers guy, you're a stat guy, you got a memory, like a sort of a human Google machine yeah. quality. Like, what's your fantasy football prowess? Huh? So I've done it all in fantasy. I've won. Right. I've lost. I've, I've laughed. I've cried. Yes. I'm in the greatest league that ever existed in the West Coast where... What is this fucking league and why aren't I in it? It's 11 teams. Who the fuck are these guys? It's 11. It's Cousin wanna, Sal. It's, Jim, it's the who, whole Jimmy yeah, 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 extended yeah, yeah. Jimmy Who's circle. Who's it? Jimmy, Sal, who? You want Hench, a piece of me? Who? John Ham. I don't know. John Ham, he wants a fucking piece of me? We don't have any spots open. Let me tell you something. Okay, so, who else? Who else is in there? You can, you can drop names. Know. Oh, just regular so, hanger-oners. Yeah. Not hanger-oners. Some people with jobs. Okay, I'm just saying, but hanger-oners, though. 11-person league. Why 11? That's weird. T- well, because 11 show up for the draft. The guy who won the year before gets to vote off somebody, survivor <sighs> style. Nobody knows who it's going to be. That would never be me. You Nobody mock ever draft, knows. bro? Huh? You mock draft? No, I don't do that. You don't mock? You just step up to the plate. I like that. Cuz, the Cuz does that. Cuz and Sal. I, Every, like for three straight weekends, he's in some, some chamber with all these weirdos doing fake drafts. I'm so into mock drafting. <laughs> yeah. And, and because cause my fantasy football shit, like this is my third season doing it. And this is my first season drafting alone. 
I, this I, is your third season? Only what were third. you, like Tom Hanks and Castaway, uh, yeah, like on a I, desert I, island? I know. I, I, I shunned it. To me, it was some Dungeons and Dragons, uh, 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 Game of Thrones type fucking nerd shit. And then, and then I got invited into the Howard's... So, but what? but it still is. I just want to point that out. No no not now that no no I, I oh you've I, made it cool. No I haven't made it cool, but I understand that it's not that. Okay. First of all, it's made it's me unclear. I know I love fantasy football. It's made me appreciate the the NFL as a whole. It's given me it's given me agony. It's given me pain. It's given me joy. I I, I kind of want. There's not a lot of joy in fantasy oh, football. Oh yes, there is. No, there really isn't. Yes, there fucking is. You have a is. one in ten or a one in twelve chance of winning, and an eleven in twelve or a nine in ten chance of just being unhappy. See, you're looking at it as just a winning. And I'm grizzled. I've been in a marriage with fantasy football since 1990. I got that. I I, I can't even get a fantasy years. football erection anymore. Oh, there's nothing. Fuck, I, there's man. nothing I can. I, nothing can happen to me with fantasy football anymore. Then maybe I've seen it ste- all. Step away from from I a season. I tried to quit my East Coast league, and the guy wouldn't let me quit. Why not? They gave me a guilt trip. They're like, we've been together this long. It's this is part of friendship. And I, they made me feel bad. Fucking leave for a year. Re- no, re- re- spend time get, with your family. I try to get fan- It would have been easier to divorce my wife than my East Coast Fantasy League. Shit. You don't want to divorce your wife. Well, that would have been much more expensive. Yeah, it's cheaper to keep her. That fucking song didn't just... <laughs> fl- it, it, it wasn't just come out of nowhere, that song like that. But this is... this is. I'm impressed that you don't mock draft. But that makes sense because you're one of those guys. You got it all in your head. But 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 this is my second year in fantasy, and and my and, and I, I've been doing it in the Stern League, the Howard Stern Fantasy Football League, right? Is that a name drop? Yeah, I'm just telling you. I'm just, Howard Stern's not in it. He just never watched a football game. He's using the fucking name. Matthew Berry's in it. Yeah. Gorilla Fafafui. They're in it and all that. But the first two years, my my son and his friend, Gray. Guru Gray, who's yeah. sort of a mini Bill Simmons, yeah. he's like a beautiful mind of sports. He's yeah. done my drafts. Mm. Now they make me draft on my own. Smart. So, so I'm mock drafting, and mock drafting has become too easy. So now what I'm doing is duress mock <laughs> you drafting. You solved mock drafting? Oh, yeah. But I duress mock draft. I do push-ups blindfolded in between picks. So, like, when it's time for me to pick, like, I'm a duress. So when the real draft, it's like some so Navy like Navy Seals. Seals. Exactly. So when it's time to really draft, I'm do- I take a shower. You're blindfolded. You take the blindfold out. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, you know, I'm disoriented. I'm breathing heavy. You got 14, 15 seconds to make your pick. That's how you really you, you get ready for the real draft. And do I've you been do doing- auction or just snake draft? PPR, snake draft, oh, straight snake, up. Snake drafts, like, come on. Yo, yo. But you're saying. Snake drafts, like, eight-foot rims. Yo. No, no, that's great. Play with the eight-foot rims. You're, so what do you? I, 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 Auction's I just, the only way to go. I mean, listen, it's like it's like it's Texas Hold'em versus like freaking no, playing no, gin Bill, rummy. Bill, you're not understanding what what it is to me. I don't play in these stake. I play. It's it, to me. It's all. Do you even know what auction shit. is? Yes, I do. I know what it is. You it's have the, a salary cap, and you I get know, to be Isaiah Thomas. I know. So Maybe it's like, ne- do I want to spend eighty million on Zach Randolph, or do I spend it more wisely? Well, let me tell you a good Isaiah Thomas story. It's Please. not as good as your story. Okay. I was in Philadelphia the day of the Democratic National Convention. Okay. I was filming something for Snapple. Okay? It's a little tip-off for Snapple. I get in late, like 2 in the morning. I'm in the hotel where all, like, the fucking people are, right? Like, everybody who was, like, it was a nice hotel. I can't remember the name of the hotel. I get in at 2 in the morning. I, I have to be up at, like, 7 in the morning. I fall asleep probably 3.30. 5.21. 
fire alarm, fire alarm, fire alarm. I'm like, fuck a fire alarm. And then, and then, and then I'm like, I'm gonna go back to sleep. It's like, fire alarm, you must, you must evacuate the, the hotel right now. And I'm thinking, holy shit, it's a Democratic National Convention. This could be something serious. Right. This could be like, you know, it's real shit. And I'm at like a real hotel, right? More serious than Dak and Larry Bird Way getting in a fight? Like okay. you're scared. So I, 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 I'm in my underwear. I put all my shit in a bag, grab, and I, I run downstairs. What'd you do with the hooker? She, I left her in there. She okay. didn't want to get yeah. up. She was fucking out. She was out of it. She was out. Why are you bringing up the hooker? The people filming this. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally running. There's people. Some people are uh, meandering down the stairs. Some people are like, you know, running. People are crying. I fucking, I, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. I bust through the exit door. I'm on like at the back of the hotel. It's, it's pouring raining. It, I'm totally disoriented. I got woken up out of my two hours of sleep. I'm like, what the fuck? I have my bag with me. I'm, I'm, I'm in my, my boxer shorts, a t-shirt, and I have like a hoodie on top of my head. I'm like, you know, people are like, what's going on? Some people are freaking out. I get to the front of the hotel. There's firemen. There's all this shit. 20 minutes later, now it's like 5.45. You know, they go, you can go back into the hotel. You can check back into your room. This is all over a megaphone, right? So I'm going to check out back into my, you know, I go, I go to the, I, I need my room key. They're like, well, well, you have your idea. I go, I, I just, I fucking just, I have my bag. Like I just escaped the hotel. It could have right. been anything could have happened. They give me my room key. I, I'm, I'm going towards the elevator and who the fuck do I see? And it was like, literally like a, like a, like a, I, I was dreaming. Fucking Zeke Thomas, Isaiah Thomas was in the hotel and he's like, and he tells me, he goes, yo, I thought the end was coming. I was like, w I know, I, I was scared. He goes, I filled up my bathtub with water. I looked out the third floor. I was like, I'm gonna fucking jump out of the third floor. I was like, you're- well, He filled up his bathtub with water? Yeah, he goes- like, Why would you do that? I think he thought like if it was a fire or some shit like that. Oh, like he would get in the water? Yeah, like I don't know, but he, he was, I knew it was a panic, like he panicked. Yeah. And he said, I went to my window. He's like, I could jump from the third floor. And you know, because it, like your heart was racing because yeah. Because of the hotel that you were at and the reason why you were, you know, you're in Philadelphia at the Democratic National Convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, whatever. But it was just so weird out of all those people to see Isaiah. And to, he was freaked the fuck even more so than I. And I was freaked out because I was like, he's, I ran my shower and filled my bathtub up with water. I was like, why did you stay in the room? He goes, I fucking panicked. I freaked out. So you get through all that, and then you're like, but seriously, why the fuck did you take Bachman over Rando? <laughs> right. Rondo? Right, and how the fuck why? did you get rehired for the Knicks? Like, why? what did you tell Why did you take Ronaldo exactly. Bachman? We needed a point and trust card. Trust me, I wanted to start talking why Knicks Why did you do that? When, 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 like, I wanted, but it was just so surreal. It was like a, what is it called when you're seeing water, when you're in a- A mirage. A mirage, yeah. it was like, and Isaiah looked fucking good, man. He's a, a very handsome man. And he doesn't age, and he's he's got he, he, that fucking smile and that voice. Handsome dude. Yeah, I, I, you know, anyway. New boxing movie coming out this weekend, by the way. The Duran Leonard but, uh, movie, Hands of Stone. I'm concerned about- How many boxing movies can, can we realistically have? Listen. I really like Creed. I thought I was, Creed was great. In on Creed, I did not like Southpaw. I did not like Southpaw. I don't, I don't care I'm how just, ripped you got, Jake Gyllenhaal. You want to test for PEDs? They should start testing actors for PEDs. That'd you be want to amazing. Test, test actors for fucking PEDs. That'd be amazing. He looked fantastic, but I, I did not like Southpaw. Um, the fact that you, that you know that the world is changing when Robert De Niro will do a car wash at ESPN to promote a movie. The fact that they got Robert De Niro up in Bristol, Connecticut, the man who can't stand talking to anybody. Up two hours out of the city, you know the landscape of television and film and the internet and, and, and just 
like the media is changing when Robert De Niro will go up there and do multiple shows in one day. How much money does he need? Because like, <sighs> did you see Bad know. Grandpa? It starts off with him jerking off. I, I, I didn't see it. Is that how it starts? It starts out with him jerking off. Flat out. Yeah, I don't out. think he needs money. Flat out. That's Stop doing those movies. Like, protect your legacy a little, Robert De Niro. The legacy will never be fucked up. The legacy, the legacy can't be touched. Now you sound like you're talking about Birdman and Beautiful Girls. <laughs> no, the legacy. You know, you know that I seriously. This is crazy. I seriously, I fantasize about interviewing Robert De Niro. Like talking to him and getting all the information. Because I don't think it's coming. It's never happening. Nah. And I mean, even if you did the interview, you're never going to get the information. And 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 you want to get all these details and all that stuff. But the thing that the thing that makes it so the prize jewels. Like if if you interview actors now, I was reading this interview with this actor the other day. I'm not going to say his name. The interview was so pathetic. He's like, "Well, I drilled out my teeth." to do this part, and then the director told me that he didn't want it, so I had to go to the dentist and get it put back in, and I shaved my beard with a buck knife and vodka. I'm like, motherfucker, just do your fucking job. Like, when the concrete guy is laying the concrete, he's not like, I spun the concrete. Right. Just do your fucking job. Like, you drill, you got a dr power drill? This is a real thing. And drilled your fucking you did teeth lose, out? You lost a ton of weight and shaved your head for higher learning. Yeah, That's but as I, far as you went. I, but, but you I, skipped, like, you skipped sandwiches for like three weeks I, I, whatever i had all sort of colitis it was easy but, <laughs> but but i'm just saying like the thing about de niro and the real method actors they don't talk about their method true and that's the thing when you interview de niro he's not going to give you some secrets of he just because that's your job requirement you know that's what you're supposed to if do if i ever interviewed him i would want to i would be more interested in like did you feel like when you did the diner scene with pacino mm. like it was like almost like a sporting event mm. and you had to like win the scene or like what movie if any of the movies you've ever done came on would you stop and what watch? would you watch i thought about that question how i've always been fascinated how he studied um marlon brando to do godfather mm -hmm. 2 and like re put real genuine thought into like what would brando's character Vito corleone mm -hmm. be like at age 23 mm -hmm. what would his mannerisms be mm -hmm. to me that's like one of the great de niro performances absolutely kind of i mean i I'm not breaking news by saying that, but the amount of thought he put into that, like if somebody did that in 2016, the internet would be like, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh. And, they'd be going and, crazy. And his approach now, how it's changed, like does he take shortcuts? Because he was so notorious. I think for his approach now is just like, just the make the cue card print as, no, as don't big say as you can. That no, with the cue cards. There's no fucking cue cards. I think the guy, Bob I think don't guys use cue cards. Camera, don't you fucking like say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Bob like don't, no, 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 no. That, that you just made my heart race saying he's that. 80. How he's 80. He's not fucking 80. He's 70. He looks good. Bob ain't no fucking old man. You know Nicholson's 79? Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's, is he 79? He's 79. He is fucking bloated, isn't he? That motherfucker is big and he's bloated. He's had a great life. Fantastic life. I think when, when Talk he Talk about a stick man. Well, I think when he dies. Talk about a coxman. <laughs> it's going to be like when they when they did the secretary autopsy and his heart was twice the size oh, of a normal yeah. heart. He's an Nicholson, animal. they're going to be like, oh, my God, look at these internal organs yeah. Nicholson had. Yeah. They'll be he's put... been going hard since, like, the late 60s. Ooh, he's a beast. He's a fucking beast. He doesn't act anymore, right? He's like, fuck it, right? He had to have been one of the seven most excited people when Viagra was created. Getting it in in the 90s, right? Yeah, he probably, no, whenever it came out, he must have been like, what? Oh my God! So many more boners. Yeah, Jack. He, he's a, Jack. He's, he's an animal. 
legendary stickman. What was your stickman story you're going to tell us? No, it wasn't a stickman story. It's just oh, I, you got, I, it was false advertising. No, it wasn't a stickman story. It's just I got something sent to me, uh -oh. and, and 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 one of the one of the one of the you know places where where I um, where I. <laughs> The Stickman came to, is, was here, and there's a basketball team, a pickup team called the Stickman, and they sent me the jersey. And that I'm is hilarious. I need to get you one so you can hang it in your office. Incredible. I mean, how? Look at this. Is this not fantastic? Incredible. Well, would, if if I was to be able to pull off getting you a Stickman shirt, we would absolutely hang it. But when what we number would the you want? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah. What All are you right. talking about? Yo, they, they, my people. These guys are in Australia. It's a rec league. I want thirty-three. They started the, the Stickman. We never talked. There is, there's, uh, unfortunately, there's not a Stickman website. There should be. There should be, but there's some big Stickman. I asked Barkley on my first show at Barkley, did a yes. speed round with him. Yes. And I asked Barkley, I think it was like if Dr. J, huh. Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. and. Well, this wasn't in the, on the show. It was, on, it was on the deleted scenes. Well, yeah, this should have been on the, the scene scenes. I know, it should have. They're all going after the same girl who at wins? a bar who wins. He's like, Dr. J. Whoa! Like, maybe it was like Dr. J, Ali, and Michael Jordan. He's like Dr. J. He's like he wasn't even wouldn't even consider like a conversation. Are you that serious? Didn't yeah, it was like. Did he say why? He it was almost like he answered it so quickly, directly, and without even having to think about. It. Oh, it was Dominique Wilkins. That's who it was. Dominique Dr. got J, it. Dr. J, Dominique. Whew. Dominique That's a was Jalen's idol. Yeah. Coxman. Yeah. Fantastic. Coxman. Own the South. Uh, had it on lockdown. Even Magic, he was kind of on Magic's radar in the 80s. D like Magic had his LA side, and Dominique basically had the South. Right. He, it was like it was like it was like uh, like if, if they if they had like a uh, a thing like in The Godfather where you brought together all the families. Dominique would represent the South. Magic would be the West Coast. I don't know who would be Patrick. Who would be in New York? I. There's plenty of people from New York. Too many people in New York. <laughs> but he said Dr. J, huh? Dr. J with that hesitation. Uh, and he played smooth, with Dr. J, which right? made he me. He knows the deal. Yeah, he knows. Now, listen. Wait, hold on. One quick thing on Dominique, because I interviewed him once, and Jalen told me to ask him. Uh, apparently, Dr. J, uh, Dominique owned like a nightclub or something in Atlanta. A strip club or was it a nightclub? It was a, like a nightclub. I'm sure it was fantastic. It was a nightclub. Dominique was... And it was like he had his whole thing, and he was like all time under the radar. Magic was right. pretty flamboyant about like he's right. LA, he's at right. these clubs. Dominique was just like I'm sure it was beautiful. The be yeah, I'm sure it was beautiful, magical. So, Dominique, you know, not decent interview, not like not the most dynamic guy ever, but fun, fun interview. Loves basketball. Like I, I love talking to him. I love talking to all these guys. But I, I started to talk about like Atlanta in the '80s and what was going on there and I could see like the wheels were turning first of all he was like you motherfucker Jalen must have told you to ask you this I could see that in his head and there was a split second of him deciding whether he wanted to go there and then he just went class act Dominique which is what Jalen told me he would do he's like Dominique class act well that's doesn't talk about his business and th that's the thing about people 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 misunderstand about a, a, a true stickman there's a difference between being a savage and a pig and a scumbag and a stickman, a coxman. There's a you you. There, anybody could be a scumbag. Anybody could be a, a degenerate. Uh, a fuck anything. But to be a true stickman like Dominique Wilkins, I'm not talking about it. I don't need yeah. to talk about it. I don't need to. The work is out there. The <laughs> it's out there. You you want to find out about me? You, I'm not gonna. It's like like I don't need to discuss. It's like De Niro method acting. I was gonna say it's like Daniel Day Lewis. To, I don't need to do interviews about my work. No, it's right here. The work's out there. Yeah. Go, go do a, go do a, a, a interview. Go, go, go down to Atlanta. 
find every 40-year-old girl that, that's half good looking and then at, then come back to me and you tell me what they said about me. That they're all wearing Dominic jerseys. Uh, exactly. With a little number 21 tat tattooed on their ankle. The last time we talked about stick man, like we talked about it every it's time every you time. come on. You get do people such a come up? Do people the come time. up to you now? Do they you, shout names at you? Burgess Meredith always gets love because he's 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 the guy. It's the but Burgess. nobody in the industry is like, oh, when you guys do Stickman next time, you oh, got to oh, talk the, about blank. <laughs> no, people like the Matt Dillon. Um, that was great. Burgess, they, people talk. People will say to me, consummate Stickman. Uh, you know, p people get off on the Stickman thing, but the, the thing about the Stickman thing is, you uh, you you understood it and got it as much as me. And I saw when you interviewed Jonah Hill, I was like. He's going to say something. Like, you asked him one question. I went down the Leo Road. And, I wanted to see goes, how well, he played ask it. Him. You should have said, I'm asking you, motherfucker. There's yes. two people that don't get mentioned enough. Who? That we've never really talked Who? about. Who? Two Hall of, when we do the first bout Hall of Fame. Who? Who? Who is this? DiMaggio. Oh, yes. And Sinatra. Oh, forget it. Frank? Frankie, baby? I think Frank... I don't know what that like. If we if we were just starting a basketball hall of fame from scratch, a stickman hall of fame, and it would yeah. No, I'm saying if like basketball hall of fame from scratch, you'd be like, all right, we gotta have Jordan, we gotta have Russell, we gotta have Bird, Magic. You have your like seven essentials. There's no way we can have a first bout without these guys. Absolutely. Sinatra and DiMaggio to me are all time first ballot. No doubt. DiMaggio stuck to your credo. You never knew what he was up to. Never. Even Marilyn Monroe. That was the big point of contention with right. him. He didn't like to be public. He, Joe, Joe D liked it, you know. Right. It's, on, it's down, down low because I got 17 other Marilyn Monroes running around that aren't named Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn. But the other great one was Ted Williams. Fantastic coxman. You wouldn't even know until you read the book. Right. And it apparently really was a splendid splinter. Was he? Yeah. Like, okay. Like splendid splinter. He had a battle. Yeah, he did. He had a little fucking now, battle. All these books, they always talk about how gigantic the guy's dong was. My buddy Jacko and I, it's a running joke. There's always an autobiography. It's like, oh, and by the way, he was very well down. Right. It's always that. The like, guy's always dead. Like, there's right. no way to you actually know. You should have put know. that in the big book of basketball somehow or another, like about like. I did have a dick footnote section. I had, I had one about. Um, mm, you mentioned somebody who. Something dead. Yeah, there was a couple guys. I'm sorry. No, it should have been about yourself. You should have been like the writer, you know, like forget these guys. You know, like, just made, made yeah, up you just like I think it can only happen when you're dead. Right. It has to be and by the way, because that's the way it is. And by the and that's the thing with Burgess Meredith. But and JFK, the, JFK bad stick man, because all all Messy. The, yeah, messy. That's and not like, a stick man. Quick, had a bad back. Yeah. Had to be in the bottom. Yes. That's not a stick like, man. Not though. bad see, stick man. That, but, that's, but I think people think he's a stick man. But see, JFK Jr., stick man. <laughs> Coxman. He's definitely up there. And, you know, I mean, he was great in the 80s and the 90s. I mean, he was notorious. People are still crying. Ladies are still crying about the loss of JFK Jr. Do you count David Spade as a stick man? Hell no. Okay. Hell so no. So you have, you, have, you have standards. There's standards. David yeah. Spade and his trucker hat and his weird hair. And I yeah. love David Spade. Because he's, he's had a lot of... A lot, of, uh, a lot of girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, he's got it in. He, he gets an award for something. How about Cannon Crow's guy? That, with the fucking afro? Yeah, but he's he, he with the dreads. He dated like every relevant person in the nineties. Yeah. No. But we saw it. We knew it. I mean, again, there's 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 levels of you know to get that title, Coxman, true, like stamped, boom, stickman, boom. It, 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 it it's you know what I'm saying. It's like yeah. Jeter. 
DiCaprio. Dylan, you love when they're you love when the like Dylan is a good one because Matt Dylan so subtle about it. So subtle. Jeter tried to be subtle about it, but tried it was just so many every night for 20 years. Yeah, but like he, at some point. But he just like he was like he was walking on water. Like when he did it, like there was no, you could ask him about it. Like he just had that glassy kind of thing about it. Like it just, it is what it is. Like you're talking about Dominique. He got it in. You know what I'm saying? Who, who, who are the, you, I'll tell you here, I'll give you a reveal. You a great coxman. Okay. And I haven't spoke to him recently. He's going to fucking die if he ever hears this. Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> He's going to fucking die. He's a friend of mine. I haven't spoken to him much recently, but it's just because we're busy, whatever. Spanish. Fantastic. Spanish? Coxman. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican from Pennsylvania. Spanish which Rican. I always say doesn't Puerto make Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Great fan. name. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, it's great. Keep your wives consummate, away from anyone with that name. Consummate stick man. Now, he's a little older now, too. But, I mean, again, he's one of these people. He had a run. Beautiful run. He's going to die if he ever hears How this. How about you worked with Ed Burns? Does he count? Because he no, kind of settled down. he's a married guy. He's a married guy. He, I don't think that was ever his thing. I think no? he's, he's a family guy. He's like a, he's like a you know... He's got Catholic guilt. She dated Heather Graham in her, in, uh, like her movie yeah, Apex, uh, then went didn't? right to Christy Turlington. Right. I didn't mean that, Heather Graham. You see, you don't have to cut that out. See, I keep that in. I keep the messy. There's things in this fucking podcast that were cut out, okay, that you're missing out on, and you can keep the Heather Graham thing. I, I love you. That was just a joke. It's just a fucking joke. she got to have a sense of humor. Roller Girl has a sense of humor. She's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, but I wouldn't say Ed Burns is one of those guys. He's a family guy. He's like, you know, Irish Catholic, Irish Catholic guilt, which okay. could compare with Jewish guilt, you know, so he's he, he's not one of those guys. One more quick break to talk about our sponsor, NFLSundayTicket.tv. I've had Sunday Ticket for a long time. I can't even remember how long. I know I was living in Boston. I was living in Charlestown. Sunday Ticket, a life changer. The ability not just to watch every single game you want, you can gamble on those games. You can check in on your fantasy guys. You can do whatever you want. Uh, football pools. You need to watch every game. You need to have access to all of them. Not all of them are good, but you need to have access to all of them. Uh, and now, you don't need that satellite. You don't need that dish on your apartment building or your house or your dorm room, whatever you have. For just $49.99 a month, you can stream games using your favorite device. And if you're a college student, oh, this is pretty good. There's an exclusive deal. You can get NFL Sunday ticket for only $24.99 a month. $25 a month, basically. Right now, our listeners get 10% off when using the promo code RINGER. Oh, yeah. Go to NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code RINGER right now. It, it, it's going to be obnoxious, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm getting this. I just feel like I owe Sunday ticket money. It's that good of a product. NFLSundayTicket.tv. And now, back to Michael Rapport. LeBron James, do you feel any differently about him? No. Okay. He's great, great player. Is he in your top three? Of all time? Yeah. He's in my top five. I think he's third for me now. Third best player of all time, yeah. one being Jordan. Jordan, Russell, LeBron. Oh, God. I just think the body of work now is unassailable. Wait, I wait, hate wait. it. But I, wait, ha I hate doing I'm not it, even but... arguing about LeBron. You're still, you're still with the, the Bill Russell, huh? That, that he won 11 changed. titles in 13 years. Yeah, again, he was playing against Uncle Maury. I don't care. He's the most successful team athlete of all time. Do you know that when I was playing... I, I'm not just because... Just because we're older doesn't mean he, he starts dropping down yes. a list that he owned. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. No, though. it really doesn't. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you something. When I, was, when I was playing basketball in my career, at one point, 
my team won titles fourth grade, fifth grade, and sixth grade. Nobody's talking about it. You know why? Because it was at the YMCA League. Same thing with Bill Russell. You can't do it that there way. Was, how many teams were in the league? Eight, eight teams in the NBA? This, is, this isn't even the ACC You're tournament. It. This is what I wrote my book about. You have I to judge it. it by the era. I got it. I how good they were in their era because you can't compare the eras. You want to DeAndre about Jordan in 1960 would have had 50 rebounds a game. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So he was, he was an athlete who was ahead of his time. But evolutionary Bill Russell now Me, would Bill have been Russell, unbelievable. Bill Russell now wouldn't even make the D-League. In the 1960s, he was blocking like 15 blocks. He'd have 15 blocks in a game. Now? He just blocked 15 in like the 1968 playoffs. There's box scores where they have little <laughs> write-ups, and it's like, and Bill Russell chipped in with 11 points, 30 rebounds, and 16 block shots. This is in like 1968. Brian Scalabrini would, would, would win four championships in a row during the, that, that, that era. The, the, All right, by this logic, then the Knicks fans can't talk about the 70 and 73 Knicks anymore. You just got to let it go. It we, never happened. Why not? We won never one. Happened. Let's that destroy was real. your documentary. No. Let's burn your documentary. Not, the when the garden was eaten, we're not burning that. Yeah, we're burning it down. We're not burning it, it Bill that. Russell's not the second best player ever, then second I don't, I don't want... So you got Jordan? Jordan Russell is unassailable, the top two. You got Russell over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Okay, and then who's fourth and fifth? And well, this, in is this Pantheon? Book, in my book, Kareem was third. Magic was fourth, Bird was fifth. Right, and the book was how old now? Ten years. The book's two thousand nine. Okay, so Kobe's where? Six, seven, eight. I've Kobe. Wade. I've Kobe behind Duncan. Okay, that's that's all right, that's fine. So right now, my new list would be MJ, Russell. Oh, with the fucking Russell, man. LeBron. I, I don't gonna argue Kareem. That. Yes. Magic, Bird. Isaiah. Duncan. Duncan. Kobe. Kobe. Jerry and Oscar. And then I think Shaq, Hakeem. Listen, it's I... It's like I, a 14-person pantheon. Yeah, have you Le ever LeBron seen... LeBron can't be lower than 30. He just can't. Okay, you know your basketball. He when just you can't. wrote your book, you were deep into it. You mentioned a few times about watching tape, watching tape. Yeah, yeah. You know... Now it'd be a lot easier to do this. You know tape. a lot yeah. about basketball. Yeah. I mean, you know a lot. Have Thank you, you ever seen footage of Oscar Robertson dribbling with his left hand? Ever. Have you, Oscar Robertson talking shit last year about Steph Curry. He, in his best game of his life, didn't do what Steph Curry did in one fucking playoff game. And I mean, have you ever seen, is there any footage out there? I want to see footage of Oscar Robertson making a, lay, a layup with his left hand. The big O, the big hater. I want to see footage of that. That's how they played back then, though. But I'm saying, if he's so great. Was, they pound the dribble. You bodied somebody down. It was all about, like, positioning. And... That, that's a good impression. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, for him to sit there and question, like, these players now when they're soft and Steph Curry and Well, that's it. They're just bitter. Bitter. They're just bitter. I want to see, can you use your left hand? But guess what happens if Steph Curry is in 1967? He sc scores 700 points a game? No, he's out of the league in four years. Why? Because his ankles break down. He's done. He wouldn't they it would be. No, he sprains his ankle seven oh, times. Oh, you with the torn shoes? ligaments. No, he's wearing those low-top Converse. His ankles go. He's done. I don't, I don't. He's he would, done. He, he, he could go half speed and no. break. They're all the shit that Who's makes him great. Him? Fucking JoJo White? All, look at all the shit he has to wear. He's wearing fucking. I know. The, the. 
the high pad thingies. You he's know wearing what I'm these things, the no. compressor things. He's got he's doing Pilates. He's got somebody working I, on his legs. You know what I'm saying? In 1967, no. he's out of the league. Okay, how many points would Brandon Jennings average in 1968? He would fucking average 45 yeah, he points. He would have been a game. like when Tiny Archibald was 35 a game. Exactly. So I I I I don't like to discredit these dudes. I just don't like to compare errors. Let me just ask. I don't you think this. it's fair. The next Dr. J was like, oh, my God, Dr. J, he's revolutionized playing above the rim. There's like there's 20 guys who jump like him now. Right, but because of him. Right. But, but, but So, Russell, same thing. All right, let me he, – He made basketball vertical. I get that. But to put him in your top three of actual players, maybe – obviously, he's the number one winner. He never lost a seventh game. He never lost a deciding game. I know all that. I sat down with Bob You know what Ryan. else he did? What? You know what else he did? What did he do? Will – was the most unstoppable basketball player of all time. And all he did was fuck with Wilt's head, get in his head, twist things around, make Wilt think like he was his buddy, and Wilt took it a little easy on him. He just Jedi mind-tricked him for 11 years. I get all that. But he's like De- DeMarcus Cousins. Wilt was he, his light up here. Yeah. He was banging three, four, five cocktail waitresses at a time. He made Wilt honestly think to himself, like, I don't want to be like Russell. All Russell cares about is winning. Right. I don't want to end up like that. I want to enjoy my basketball. It was kind of what MJ did to all those guys in the 90s. They were I, all like, I don't want to end up like this guy. I'm not saying that he's not great and that, that, that you can't compare the errors. It's the evolution of man. I'm just saying I'm surprised for you to still say, when you say guys like Michael Jordan, Bill Russell, and LeBron. 11 and 13. Huh? 11 and 13 titles. 11 rings. 11 rings in 13 seasons. Right. And they lost in 58 because he sprained his ankle. And it'll never happen again because the league is far more competitive than it ever was. So that's why it'll never happen again. Hey, it's when not you because see, it'll never happen again because there's never a player who's great as Bill Russell. Well, I think it's the same thing with cars. So, you know, we live in L.A. You'll see a really nice 1966 Chevy. Yes. Or you see like a 63 Porsche. Right. You'd be like, that is a, I, unbelievable. I, I can't even believe that car still exists. I would kill somebody for that car it doesn't compare technically to the cars they have now right the little it's space still a machines. greater car it's a more memorable car it's I like get, fucking amazing you could drive that car 50 years later and it's I, still great i understand but that's it's different. the logic I, I i get it i get it but can you just do me a favor I, I i think i brought this up to you before the next time he's an older gentleman and i say this with all due respect the next time bill russell makes a public asp- appearance i know you you don't like how he dresses no can we shave him down so he doesn't look like he just escaped some fucking clinic somewhere he sh- comes up looking like a homeless come on. Guy. like i love come you're, on you're, you're, no honestly he's 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 gold He's a god. Can we at least make him presentable? He always looks like he, I mean, all right, give him if, a haircut. If we're going to do this, let's all stop talking about how cute Clyde Frazier's suits are. <laughs> but at least he's putting effort. Like, he's coming out looking he's sharp. He's a 70-year-old man. It's Clyde. It's part of his image. But at least he's no. putting effort. He knows I, he's I on TV. But I go the other way. Fuck, Bill Russell. Can you at least, like, I mean, so, somebody in his camp, somebody at the, what the name of the, is the arena, the Boston Arena? The TD Bank North Garden. Somebody at the TD Bank something can hand him a brush and a comb and say just and an electric razor and be like, you have a hair. It's hanging <laughs> off on. your face, Bill Russell. You're going to be on it's camera. NBA royalty. I know. You're, that's you're jinxing saying. the Knicks. Rose but, is going to break a bone in his foot no, from no, all this. Don't you say that. No, this is you're doing your no. dancing on hollow Somebody ground should here. just come up to him. You know how they'll, they'll come to be like, you're going to be on camera with an electric razor and just be like, zzz, zzz. you're on TV, Bill Russell. We, we just... 
You're royalty. He's the greatest living winner of all time. He doesn't need to shave. And I hope he lives forever. And I say, I know he's an older gentleman. I say this an old. It's all fun and game. You know, when you poke fun at Boston, and Boston shit, man, motherfucker. Did you take shit for the Deflategate thing? I take shit for like Deflategate. Like you, even when I say it to you, like your lip, literally, just now when I talk about Bill Russell, like you're, you're. There's a physical reaction you have. Can you replay that? Replay when I like his reaction to it when, I, when we did the HBO show. Yo, you literally have like a fucking like a physical reaction. That's why I poke fair. I, I look, I love Big Poppy and his one eye and the glass eye. I, I have no problem with him. But <laughs> the Boston people, they don't, they they take their shit so seriously. When do you start the show again? Uh, September seventh. Do do we have a first guest booked? Yeah, we have a whole football show guest. Uh, it's gonna be a whole football show. You're coming on at some point. We, you're in the mix for one of the first six. I'm ready. Yeah, we're ready. I mean, when we get a little closer to basketball, we we we, we caught lightning in a bottle. I mean, you should do a fantasy football sequence. Uh, it's, it's something about fantasy football because the thing about fantasy football, it's so fucking nerd analytics. Yeah. And at the end of the day. When, when you're playing fantasy football, you're naked, you're in a jock strap, you got fucking, I got Q-tips up my nose, ice cream in one hand, and a phone checking the stats. Like, fantasy football shouldn't be all so nerd analytics. It should be fun. So maybe we do something on fantasy, because I maybe love it. Maybe we should do a stickman fantasy draft. Ha, 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 The greatest stickman. Eight teams, see who can draft the best thing. <laughs> you get four, like, you yeah. get, like, a five-man roster. I like got Sinatra. That would be good. You put names in there. You know it's going to be interesting. Like, who's on the board? Ooh, Javier Bardem. I didn't Yo, think he'd go that fast. Right, right. He, he, like, people were like, well, I heard about him in Cuba <laughs> in the 80s. He was. And, uh, Don and, Johnson. Yeah. Legendary. Legendary. Le All-time legendary. But, 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 but he's, he's slowed down. But, like, I give him gold. He does what he, what he wants. <laughs> Michael Rapport, as always, a pleasure. You're the man. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes. Pitching me rolling. That's it for our show. We'd like to thank Simply Safe. Remember, burglaries skyrocket over the summer. Why not protect your home? Get a massive security arsenal with glass break, entry sensors, motion sensors, everything you want. Be protected 24-7 year-round. And right now, Simply Safe is giving you an absolutely incredible offer. $100 off a package that gives you complete protection of your home. SimplySafeBill.com will get you that discount. Again, SimplySafeBill.com. And thanks again to our friends at Stamps.com. We've discussed it a million times. It sucks to go to the post office. Just use Stamps.com. Buy and print discounted U.S. postage for letters and packages from your own computer. Sign up. Use my promo code BS for this special offer. Four-week trial, a $110 bonus offer that includes postage in a digital scale, go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BS. Stamps.com, enter BS. Thanks to SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor. Thanks to everyone at TheRinger.com. Man, is it boring right now in August, and we've been writing about all kinds of stuff to keep it a little bit exciting. A lot of more NBA than I expected, and I've been enjoying all of them. Russell Westbrook, uh, there was a post today about Beal and John Wall and the Wizards, they're not getting along. We've had a whole bunch of basketball and obviously a ton of football and college football and pop culture. Frank Ocean, the VMAs coming up, uh, a bunch of tech that's been really good. Ringer.com, check that out and check out all of our podcast networks, including two Keeping It 1600 podcasts this week because we're ramping it up right before the election. Uh, and finally, my show, Any Given Wednesday on HBO. 
comes back September 7th. You can check out the first eight episodes and some bonus clips, including in Jonah Hill's speed round that we put up this week on HBO Now, HBO Go, or HBO On Demand. We're putting up more stuff next week. And again, we're back on September 7th. Enjoy the weekend. We'll be back next week.